Revelation 19, the second coming, part 10. <laughs> is it a mark in A or B? I was going to say, is this A or B? <laughs> this is 10. Uh, <clears throat> there, there, there's probably an 11. There, there's an 11 in our future. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> just the way things are working out. You know, we love it. Speaking. We love it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you guys like it. You know, about bad memories, I'll tell you, if mine gets anywhere. Well, the, the upside is of bad memories. You know, I figured by this time next year, I should be able to hide my own Easter eggs. <laughs> I'm, <you> know, <laughs> I mean, there's an upside to everything. Get that, find that silver lining, it's out there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if I can. Just remember where to look for it. Where do you find those? Oh, clouds. Okay. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> speaking of uh, physical problems, we're going to talk about fourfold hallelujah <laughs> this morning. Um, let's read Revelation 19, verses 1 through 6. <clears throat> After these things, I heard, as it were, a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God, because his judgments are true and righteous, for he has judged the great harlot who was corrupting the earth with her immorality. He has avenged the blood of his bondservants on her. A second time, they said, Hallelujah. Her smoke rises up forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God, who sits on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And a voice <clears throat> came from the throne, saying, Give praise to our God, all you... All you his bondservants, you who fear him, the small and the great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, <clears throat> and as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty peals of thunder, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God, the Almighty, reigns. That's something we can say today. You know, he reigns. You know, he's still in charge, no matter how crazy and obscene it gets out there. And I... Those, are, I think, are mild terms for what's going on today. Um, <clears throat> the word hallelujah yes. is a transliteration of a Hebrew phrase combined of the verb halal, means to praise, and the noun yah, which is a word for God. In other words, praise God. That's what it means. Um, <clears throat> and it's interesting, the word hallelujah only appears right here in this passage, Revelation 19, 1 through 6. That's it. In the New Testament. In the Old Testament, it's two words. It's halal yah. It's two. Okay. Um, <clears throat> now it says, too, praise to God and the Lamb is, is given throughout the book of Revelation. I'd like to look at those because it's interesting. In the time of the worst possible eras that earth is ever, the world is ever going to see, yet... It causes praise coming out of heaven. Uh, and uh, I just want to look at those and just kind of just walk us right into where we're at this morning. But Revelation 4, 8 to 11 says, And the four, living <clears throat> the four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes around and within. And day and night they do not cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God the Almighty, 
who was and who, who is and who is to come. And when the, the living creatures gave glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders will fall down before him who sits on the throne and will worship him who lives forever and ever and will cast their crowns before the throne saying, Worthy are you, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you did create all things, and because of, of your will they existed and were created. I mean, again, it's just like, just like the many, many psalms, you know, in the Old Testament psalms, that you look through there, God is being praised for who he is, his attributes and his actions. I mean, who, who he is. The total, they, God is to be praised for all that he is. You know, and he can, he's, he's seen uh, and described in his attributes and, and again, his actions. Uh, and then chapter 5, verse 9 through 14. <clears throat> and they sang a new song, saying, Worthy art thou to take the book and the, to break its seals, for you were slain and didst purchase for God with your blood men of every tribe and tongue and people of nation, and you just made them to be a kingdom of priests to our God, and they will reign upon the earth. That's us, folks. They will reign upon the earth. And I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, and the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them were myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing, and every created thing which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and on the sea and all things in them I heard saying to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb be blessings and honor and glory and dominion forever and ever and the four living creatures kept saying amen and the elders fell down and worship all right what a, we're going to be part of that i mean just think as we are going to be remember the church gets raptured up prior to the tribulation starting we're going to be part of that as a matter of fact <clears throat> i'm getting a little bit ahead of myself but the the 24 elders, we saw the 24 elders represents the church itself being up there. And those four living creatures are cherubim, which is a special uh, class of, of angels that, that are around the throne all time, you know, at all times. And it's just uh, tremendous. I mean, to see all that is one thing, but then to be part of it is another thing. And so we're, we're sure this is going on now. And well, the praise is going on now. We're going to be, well, I think that the souls of the of our dearly departed Christians, I believe, are up there worshiping. Already. Oh, yeah. Already. We'll be joining them. Absolutely. We'll be joining them. The only difference is we'll all have our, our new bodies at, at that time. But they're up there now. Yeah. Oh, it's the only way we can stand all the noise. It's going to be noisy up there. <laughs> but it's going to be a beautiful noise. I mean, you notice nothing, nobody's whispering up there. Then they're shouting. <laughs> You know, they're shouting. I mean, they, they're going to put the Pentecostals to shame. These people are loud. <laughs> they are loud. And we're, we're going to be, we're going to be right, there, right there among them, you know, it's, as they say. One thing is, there will be perfect keys in heaven. Yes. yes. No flats or sharps. No, no, no swoops. No swooping. Everybody will be able to handle the Exactly. Exactly. And then Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. 
Moving right along here. 7, 9 to 12 says, And these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation and tribe and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, and, and palm branches were in their hands. And they cry out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels were, <clears throat> were, were standing uh, around the throne and around the elders and the four creatures and living creatures, and they fell down on their face before the Lord and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessings and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might to our God, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. I mean, the, the 24 elders, which is the church, and those four living creatures, that we're in some pretty cool company up there when you stop and think about it, cherubim. But uh, we're going to be like the Amen course up there, it looks like. You know, things going, Amen, here we go. And, you know, is it, you just see that. And then uh, verse chapter 11, and, I mean, I just started reading through all these things, and I just, I just had to bring them this morning. They were just, I just enjoyed them. I thought you might too. Uh, chapter 11, verse 15 through 18, says, and, this, and the seventh angel sounded, and there arose a loud, <laughs> loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever. And the 24 elders who sit around the thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks to thee, O Lord God the Almighty, who are and who was, because thou hast taken the great power and has be- and begun to reign and the nations were enraged at the wrath at your wrath came in time <clears throat> came and the times came for the dead to be judged and the time to give the re- their reward to the bond- your bond servants the prophets and to the saints and those who fear your name the small and the great and to destroy those who destroy the earth and they're giving praise for that much like what we're going to see here in 19 and now in chapter in chapter 15 verses 3 and 4 as we head back. And they sang the song of, the, of Moses, the bondservant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord God the Almighty. Righteous and true are your ways, you King of the nations. Who will not, who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For the, you alone art holy. For all the nations will come to, and worship before you, and the, for, the, for your righteous acts have been revealed." See, now we're getting, as we move further into the book of Revelation, we're moving closer and closer and closer to his coming and closer and closer to his kingdom. And this is looking forward to that, where when, it, when he sets up the kingdom, then the nations, instead of fighting God, they will come and worship God. See, they're, they're anticipating the change and just praising God for it. And then we get to chapter 16, verses 5 and 6. And it goes, and I heard the angel of waters saying, Righteous are you who, who, who are and was, O holy one, because you did judge these things. For they, for they poured out the bloods of the saints and the prophets, and you have given them blood to drink. They deserve it. That's like, aha, uh-huh. don't even argue with me. <laughs> I mean, that's the, don't, don't even argue the point. They deserve it. That's why God does it in his perfect righteous in judgment now back to chapter 19 but um, again the Hebrew text Yah or you know praise Yah or praise God uh, if you have the uh, legacy standard Bible it, the Old Testament will say praise Yah because they, they went 
back to the more the Hebrew terms and just rest- like Yah, Yahweh, Jehovah. They put those terms back instead of Lord and God. They left God for Elohim, but uh, some of the other terms they put so they could better distinguish them. And that's where I got those. <clears throat> and um, I'm not going to read all these, but the praise God, that term that is hallelujah in the New Testament, it's it's in the Psalms a lot. It's um, It appears at the end of Psalm 104, 105, 115, 16, and 17. It appears at the beginning uh, of Psalms 106, 113, 135, 146, 147, 149, and 50. And I left out a whole bunch. There was another line in there that says, and there's another group of psalms. It, it's at the beginning and the end. <laughs> so I'll, you know, there's a lot of them here anyway. Um, you know, <clears throat> again, and a lot of these occurrences that pop up in the Old Testament refer to God as judge, judging his enemies. Okay? Now, the first hallelujah, verses 1 and 2. After these things, as it were, a voice from the great multitude, the great multitude of heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and power belong to our God. We read that a few times as we moved through those other revelation passages on praising. Now, salvation here, <clears throat> how it's used here, is not referring to the doctrine of salvation, like justification, sanctification. It's actually celebrating the final aspect of salvation, which is the glorification of the saints in the kingdom of the uh, imminent arrival of Messiah. So so looking at really salvation in its culmination, in its fruition, it's all being fulfilled, as opposed to the, you know, uh, the the doctrine of salvation as we study it. But they're looking at the end product of it here. And the glory and power of God has been on display. Again, it's the glory and power of God has been on display throughout this book. And that's what they're praising God for, again, and glory and power belong to you. And again, from especially from chapter 16 on to here, that his power has been on display. I mean, the, the bull judgments, the, you, know, the, the, you know, the trumpets, the bulls, uh, the destruction of the harlot, destruction of the city of Babylon. Um, and now here we are, like, right anticipating... Uh, the Messiah coming, actually literally and physically coming back. I mean, we're like moments away, if you look at it from the position of time. And then verse 2 gives the reason for the first hallelujah. And that, quite frankly, that's his judgments on the harlot are true. Look at that. Uh, look at verse 2. Be- why are they praising, saying hallelujah? Praise God. Because his judgments are true and righteous. For he has judged the great harlot. Why? Well, who was corrupting the earth with her immorality, and he has avenged the blood of his bondservants on her. You know, the, you know, the Old Testament, God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. He will. And he's doing I find it very interesting. In a time where the apostles and prophets are long gone, I mean, this, this revelation is future from us. The apostles were first century church, okay? And avenging their blood here. And it's, I, I keep thinking of that, the statue in Daniel chapter 2, the Nebuchadnezzar 
statue in his dream, how the rock, which is obviously a symbol of, of our Lord, the rock, <laughs> our rock of ages, when he, those statue that represents all those kingdoms that had authority and uh, <clears throat> power over it, the nation, he knocked, and you know, Babylon was the head, and you just move right down through the nations, and then you get down to the legs and then the feet, which was Rome, and then like the, the Rome part two <laughs> coming up, for lack of a better word. And where did he knock, where did he hit that statue? On the feet. You know, and it, it just plowed it all under. And, and it's just kind of the same thing here. This, this final destruction is like plowing it all under, and we're going to set up the kingdom that we read about a lot in the Old Testament, you know, where the, uh, the desert blossoms like a rose and life is good. It's kind of like the Garden of Eden revisited. <clears throat> and then that goes on for a thousand years. And after that, then we get a new heaven and new earth. So, I mean, it's tremendous time, tremendous things ahead. <clears throat> so, the second hallelujah, verse 3. And a second time they said, now the they is the, that big heavenly chorus that, we, that was talked about in verse 1. Uh, they said, hallelujah, her smoke rises up forever and ever. Well, the smoke rising up forever and ever is symbolic of its eternal destruction. That smoke, the, 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 the smoke rises forever and ever. Because it says she's gone forever and ever. It's burning. It's done. Not coming back. Look at Psalm 104. That's one of those we re- referenced earlier. Psalm 104, verse 35, yeah. Psalm 104, <clears throat> 35 says this. Let sinners be consumed from the earth, and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. You got the legacy standard. Yeah, praise Yah. So, there it is. And uh, praise Yah, as used in the New Testament, that would be a hallelujah. That praise Yah would be hallelujah. Okay? So... The third hallelujah, verse 4. We, we might actually pull this off this morning. I didn't dare go on to the next one because the next one takes a little bit of explaining because next week is the marriage of the marriage supper of the Lamb. So, which is sometimes sometimes found confusing. No, not next week. I'm just being funny. Well, you're not. So, no, I mean. <laughs> Verse the tongue is so hard to change. I know. Oh, help, help me, Lord. Okay, verse 4. <laughs> and the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God who sits on the throne saying, Amen, hallelujah. That's it. I tell you, the, that's the amen chorus of heaven right there. And what are they doing? Well, again, we talked about we know who they are. And these two groups are saying amen, hallelujah, in response to the previous two uh, praises given by the great multitude in heaven. Okay? And they're just saying amen to everything we just, that was just said. We're, we're amen. Yeah, you know, I, I, there's nothing more you can say to this. It's just amen. And then the fourth hallelujah, verses 5 and 6, 
And a voice came from the throne saying, Give praise to our God, all of you, his bondservants, you who fear him, the small and the great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a multitude, of a great multitude, and as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of mighty peals of thunder, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. And again, this one is spoken, because guess what's the next thing happening? The marriage supper of the land and the physical return. It's, it's all happening next week. But, well, in, in here. As we, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, that would be wrong anyway, because there's, <laughs> there's seven years between, uh, yes. at, least, at least seven years before we, that happens. <clears throat> now, where it says, give praise to our God is a, a present imperative. We know what that means, right? Present tense imperative mode. Present tense means continuous action. Just keep praising God. Command you to do it. Just go for it. Just keep praising. Keep praising. You know, praise our God. And the, the, the and the, I like it where it says the fourth hallelujah up here. You look at verse 6, and it says it, it includes all of heaven. It's just like, what, whoever and whatever's up there, <laughs> just just start, just all of heaven, just praise. It just, just kicked in right there. And, uh, and I love it. Hallelujah for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. I mean, if you, yeah, let's look at, let's compare verse 6, where it says, I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the sound of many waters, and the sound of mighty peals of thunder. I mean, this, we're talking loud. Again, I mean, the praises, the voices sounded like thunder. It's, and we'll have ears to handle that. <laughs> Chapter 11, verse 15 of Revelation. I want to get it in here. Yeah, because it's going out to our, our fans nationwide. No, <laughs> no just kidding. <laughs> yeah, who knew? Okay, eleven fifteen through 19. And the seventh angel sounded, and there arose a loud voice in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and we will reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who sit on the throne before God fell on their faces and worshiped God, saying, We give thanks. <clears throat> we give you thanks, O Lord, O God Almighty, who art and who was, and because you have taken the great power and has begun, begun to reign, <clears throat> and then, and the nations were enraged. We read that in verse 19. And the temple of God, which is in heaven, was opened, and the Ark of the Covenant appeared in his temple. Uh, <clears throat> and there were flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder and an earthquake and a great hailstorm. I mean, this is seems like very typical of heaven. When things get excited up there, man, thunder and lightning is just saying... I kind of like thunder and lightning anyway, but it's just up there. We know we're safe, <laughs> so you can really enjoy it. But I mean, it's just—I it, mean, again, I think that's just a demonstration of the, just the power of God, just the, the power of God. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not in that warehouse in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing there but cobwebs, okay. 
But hallelujah, the Lord reigns. And we know we're talking about the Lord. There's three passages I want to look at. I want to start with Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, one of those very famous and worthy Christmas passages. Luke 1, 31 to 35. And behold, you know, the, the angel speaking to Mary. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. To, you know, I'll just stop for a minute. This, these passages that we're going to look at right now, these are three more passages that describe the deity of Christ. Okay, There's a ton of them. And people say, you know, uh, the JWs probably still won't believe you, but no. give it to them anyway. Um, and he says, he will be great and we call the Son of the Most High. I mean, be called the Son of the Most High or the Son of God, as we know the, remember the Pharisees wanted to stone Jesus, John 5, right, for claiming, you know, by claiming God as your Father, you claim equality with God. Uh, the, the Pharisees understood it. I've asked, that's one of the questions I always ask them. You know, the Pharisees got it. How come you people don't? When I'm talking to Joe with us, that usually sends them down the driveway. But anyway, <laughs> but, you know, there's a couple of verses that uh, they just can't answer. They just ignore it and walk off. But anyway, the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David, okay? And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And Mary said to the angel, well, how can this be since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will, will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the holy offspring shall be called the Son of God. And if you're called the Son of God, you either are the Son of God, or you've just committed blasphemy. And I think whatever the angel Gabriel says, and I'm taking from Zacharias's lead on here, you want to believe him. <laughs> or you could go, speechless for a year but uh, no you i figure it comes from a very good source somebody that i, I love it when he, when he it, earlier in luke when he appeared for zacharias and he was doubting and he goes uh and, and old gabriel says uh, i am gabriel who stands before god uh oh i bet he was swallowing hard then you know anyway daniel 7 enough of this tomfoolery daniel chapter 7 Very, again, that famous chapter, the famous passage, 7, uh, 13. We're going to take it all the way to 18 this time, a little further in. <clears throat> again, this is the uh, another one of Daniel's uh, dreams given to him. Comes comes through about the, the nations, and uh, here comes that final nation. I kept looking in the night vision. Behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming. And he came up to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him, and to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom, that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. Okay, remember, people of every nation might serve him. Um, his dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away. You notice the repetition, the, the, the redundancy here? It's, it's stretch, makes, making a point. Everlasting means... 
everlasting. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, which will not pass away, which means which will not pass away. Also could be everlasting. <laughs> you see, see the point? And his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. Oh, why? Because it's everlasting. See? I mean, it's just, again, again, you can't miss it. But people do. But as for me, verse 15, Daniel, Daniel, my spirit was distressed within me, and the, and the visions of my mind kept alarming me. Um, <clears throat> I approached one of those who were standing by and began asking him the exact meaning of this. So he told me and made known to me the interpretation of these things. He says, these great beasts, which are four in number, are four kings who will arise from the earth. But the saints of the highest one will receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever for all ages to come. There it is, for all ages to come. And this, that kingdom is the kingdom that our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, will be king of and sit on the throne of David. And a good place to end is right back in Revelation chapter 1. If you're ever caught in a pinch and you can't remember a lot of these things, think of there's some, I call them the great chapter ones in the New Testament that talk about the deity of Christ. John chapter one. Okay. You've got Colossians chapter one, which talks about, describes Christ as creator, 1, 15, 16 in there. You know, Hebrews chapter one. All right. And Here's another one. Well, Luke one, the, just the, the I mean, and uh, Luke one there where, where the uh, the annunciation to Mary was from the angel Gabriel. So there's another one, and then Revelation one. Here's another one. Revelation one verse four through eight. John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from Him who is, and who was, and who was to come, and from the seven spirits who are before His throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and released us from our sins by his blood. And he was made, and he, and he has made to be a kingdom, and he has made us to be a kingdom of priests, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. It's John, he's already practicing. He's part of that Amen course up there too. See that? He's already there, man. He's there. He's going. And in verse seven, behold, he is coming with the with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him. Hmm. Little Zachariah going on there, right? Remember that? Zachariah, they'll look on him who they pierced. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn over him. Even so, amen. So be it. That Amen. May it be, right? <clears throat> Verse 8. Jesus is speaking. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. There. You want the words of Jesus claiming to be God? There you have it. The, the imams say that Jesus never said that he was never claimed to be God. Of course they do. I mean, <laughs> you know. that's the 
the very verse you go to. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's clear as clear to be. I yeah. And it, and you can continue right there at the end of chapter one. While we're there, we've got a few minutes, and uh, <clears throat> it describes Christ. And then verse seventeen. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as a dead man, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying, "Do not be afraid." I am the first and the last. He's saying it again. And the living one. And now here's where it, it cinches it down. You know, you put that with, it says, I and the living one, and I was dead, and behold, I am alive. Another thing they deny. His crucifixion, death, and resurrection. Furthermore, I have the keys of death and Hades. Write, therefore, the things which you have seen and the things which are and the things which shall take place after these things. As for the mystery of the seven stars, the right hand, these seven golden lampstands of the seven stars, the angels of the seven churches and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. And then they go in about the discussion of the letters to the seven churches, chapters two and three. And so, but anyway, right, in, right there, right there, another one of the great chapter ones. It's kind of easy to remember, but you know, but, but John and... Colossians and Hebrews and Luke, um, Revelation. I mean, it's it's there. It's there, you know. So, even a memory like mine can think think of one of them, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's close in a word of prayer. <clears throat> Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this time together. We thank you for your word, and we thank you, Lord, most especially for your grace that you've applied to us. And again, Lord, may we be worthy servants of you for having called us into your kingdom. And we just, again, we ask it in Jesus' name for his glory. Amen.